you do dumb things in the kitchen. I do. Hi. Welcome to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Colleen's filling in for Bradley. Hi, friends. Thanks for having me. Hello. I have a tale about this weekend. So I was in the kitchen Mm -hmm. cooking, um, and I was making lemon bars for our Bids for Kids winner, Christine. Okay. And I took the 8 by 8 tray of the very hot shortbread base that I had blind baked for 25 minutes out of the oven. Oh, my gosh. Now, with oven mitts, of course, Mm -hmm. I did that. And then I poured the mixture of four egg yolks blended, uh, the juice of four lemons, and one can of sweetened condensed milk over the crust. And then I grabbed the pan with my bare hand to put it back in the oven. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And then I dropped it, like, on the counter, thank God, so, so it didn't break. It didn't, and it didn't, it didn't spill, spill everywhere. On the floor because I only had four lemons that I had used in the thing. I would have had to go back to the store with your burnt but hands. The delicate side crust, kind oh. of part of it, dropped into the middle. Not to mention my your hands. hands. <laughs> my hands. How are they today? Are they okay? They're okay. I'm surprised they didn't blister. Honestly, I just ran to the sink and just, and just like plunged put, it in the just water. Put cold cold water on them and got ice cubes and just ran some double ice cubes like over my hands but that is so stupid oh believe me i mean you are not the first person to have done such a thing okay i'm worried because it was less than one minute before that i had taken it out poured the liquid Mm -hmm. in it's a quick process then you need to put it back in right the oven was still open would it have been helpful i wonder (laughs) if perhaps in the recipe, it's, uh, Martha Stewart would say, put your oven mitts back on before you put this back in the oven. Because you're not alone, right? Like when you're doing things quickly in the kitchen, yeah. sometimes if you are used to putting not hot pans back in the oven, oh. right? Like usually you put like a room temperature pan into the oven. So if you're not oh. used to that, yeah, you can sometimes forget. This is what was completely on my mind i'm pouring the the stuff in and it's it was a lot more than i thought i'm like is it going to go up past the crust and i thought is this going to screw up me taking the whole thing out of the tray i didn't want it to leak along the side so i'm like it's too much should i stop should i stop and so then I'm like, okay, I'll just, yes, that's enough. And then I went, <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I've done that with like a cast iron pan on the stove like that I just used to sear something. And then I go to like move it off and I just grab and I go, ah, because it's painful. Oh. Yeah, I've done the same kind of thing. I'm so glad. May I share with you another dumb thing Please, that I did? Please, that's what this segment is for. Okay, good. This is actually a very favorite story at my house. Yeah. Early in our marriage, like, you know, I could cook, but I was kind of learning how to cook better. Mm-hmm. And we had made something in a Pyrex pan, like mm-hmm. a glass Pyrex pan. Yeah. And I took it out of the oven and we took whatever was in there out and I put it in the sink. And then I forgot that it was hot and I turned on the cold water. God. Do you know what happens? <laughs> yeah. It shatters into a trillion pieces. Oh. Honestly, it like explodes. So like I put I take it out, put it in the sink, and then turn on the cold water and it hits the glass. Oh. And just shatters everywhere. <gasps> and my husband comes in the room and goes, What was that? And I go, That was our Pyrex pan. Did you and cry? A little. I would have cried. A little. You know, I feel like a lot of crying happens in the kitchen. 
Yeah. If I'm being honest, oh, probably yeah. more than any other room in the house is where the tears come. Right? Like it was and it was like we were again, we were like newly married, did not have a lot of money. This yeah. was probably something somebody gave us for your wedding. for our wedding registry and now here it's shattered in my sink. You when you have to pick glass out forever. And you just want to eat. And I just want my pork chops. <laughs> or I don't even remember what we were making, but it was just so my husband to this day if I take out the Pyrex pan, oh, says, don't put it in the sink and run the water on it, please. <laughs> I don't. Listen, that's something since I'm such a psycho about like cleaning the dishes before I eat. Uh-huh. I might have I might have done that. Right. Like I need to put that in my permanent Do, memory right now because it will shatter. Mike, Be very careful. Yeah. Do you have anything dumb that oh, you've done in the kitchen? I've got countless. You know I worked at a restaurant for a long time. but Yeah, let's hear it. Well, yeah. this this one actually was at home. This was an apartment. I was living by myself, and I was having nachos. Yeah. Now, one thing about having nachos is you put the cheese on the on the, um, on the the uh, chips, you throw it in the microwave, you melt it, then you add your salsa, your oh, uh, paste salsa on top of it, and then yeah. you go eat them. And I was, like I said, living by myself, and I had one oh. plate, and I'm like, man, that was really good. I should have some more. Yes. Now, you know how, like, the paste piccani sauce, those really big jugs of it, because I really love salsa, yeah. they have the oh, handle yeah. on it? Oh, yeah. So the first time I put the piccante sauce on, I took the lid, and I was like, I'm probably going to have more of this. So I left it out there, <laughs> and I placed the lid on top. And didn't screw it back on top. I just placed it. So I went, had my nachos, walked back out to the kitchen. Instinctively, anytime you have one of those things, you shake it up. You're supposed to shake it up. Oh, gosh. I grab a hold of that handle, (laughs) and I rear back to shake it over my head. And the top fell off, and the salsa went everywhere. It looked like a murder scene. It did. And it was... You just want your second helping of nachos. And now I have to clean for an hour. No. Because I was like at an angle where it went on the side. You know the side of the refrigerator where you just can't clean it Mm because it's the side of the refrigerator? Half of it went in between there somehow. Of course. It landed on the carpet. It was on the ceiling. I mean, it was a big, heavy shake I was given that salsa. And it went everywhere. So, yeah. my. Second helping of maybe it was you know the sign that I probably didn't need a second helping no, of nachos. No, you always need a second helping of nachos. <laughs> the world is second. I, yeah, I, I would it. like to ask you, you because this. I feel like things like this are always a learning opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you learn from this? So how have you changed your behavior, Mike, if so that not, that doesn't happen again? If we're not going to screw the lid back on top, you just let the lid sit down, you or you screw the lid back on top every on. single time. Agreed. Yes. Oh my god. And now we've now all learned from you. Thank and you. We will all uh, act accordingly. I did just get a text from my husband who said the Pyrex pan story is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. It gives no, him it's a lot. Given content yeah. to the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, some soup got spilled at the Louvre this weekend. Some women threw soup at the Mona Lisa, and she didn't give an s. Okay. They just kept so- smirking. <laughs> That's what she does. She didn't care. Um, but there are so many problems with this. Yeah. So um, we have a story about that website or app. Hey guys, Bradley here for my good friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Did you know that without energy efficient window coverings, a home can lose up to thirty percent of heating and cooling energy through its windows? According to the Department of Energy, when it comes to Hunter Douglas window treatments, energy efficiency and comfort 
comfort go hand in hand. Hunter Douglas Cellular Shades are the most insulating interior shades available anywhere. While you might think your vinyl blinds are helping save energy, studies have shown that cellular shades outperform traditional vinyl blinds in terms of energy efficiency. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom to explore how premium Hunter Douglas window treatments can enhance and elevate your home, delivering the utmost in sophistication and quality. Choose from different materials, styles, operating systems, fabrics, and colors to create your perfect Hunter Douglas window treatment solution. Check out the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins or online at littleblindspotmn.com. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Welcome back to the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Minus Bradley plus Colleen Lindstrom. Hey, Thank friends. you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Okay. I saw this story, and at first I was like, okay, why? Um, these two women who they they threw soup at the Mona Lisa. Um, we've why? seen this before. <laughs> um, this was yesterday. They're climate activists, and they waited in line with all the rest of the crowds busy weekend always yeah if you've been to the louvre and they are a food sustainability activist group in france um and the name means food response i won't try to pronounce it but that is the name of the group so i went let's see food sustainability you're wasting food yes that's like Like, the well well, first of all do not disrespect soup ever (laughs) second of all right if you are, if your message is sustainability, why are you throwing food? Uh, that yeah. doesn't make no sense. Yeah. Also, what did the Mona Lisa do to you? <laughs> She's like, what's happening She's, here? She doesn't care. She's like, I'm going to keep mm-hmm. smiling, I guess. I guess. I don't know. That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> and then museum workers can be seen rushing to block the view of the activists. Then they cleared everybody out. And for 90 minutes, they have to clean it up and get it back in order and you know when people plan their trips a lot of times like i did you plan everything in advance like do a t and you get tickets in advance and 
Mm-hmm. Depends on what the thing is. You can't get more tickets. That's yeah. your day to go do the yeah. thing. And it could be the reason why somebody saved their money for five years. Right. I don't know. Right. I'm just saying sometimes I think it's more beneficial to stand outside with signs to because they're trying to affect something that changes in France. Yeah. This is making news right all over. Yeah. But it doesn't matter if I read it because I don't vote in France. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So the thing that's I mean this is the thing that's difficult, right? That yeah. you know, is that a protest is meant to disrupt some version of normalcy. Mm-hmm. And they've achieved that. And if you're the person who truly cannot affect the change yeah that is being affected by the protest yeah it's super frustrating right and 90 minutes is a heck of a long time to take to clean up soup you could have just brought mike in there he knows his way around <laughs> clean up <laughs> yeah from the salsa incident i'm just saying 2016 mm-hmm. he could have been very efficient <laughs> exactly. i don't I, I don't understand the 90 minute or maybe i don't know if they had to like sweep the there's the carpet for in there. Soup? Oh. I don't know. Carpet, oh. getting soup out of there. Um, She's behind glass, so she was safe. She's fine, and nothing's yeah. going to... Thank God they started doing that. I don't know when they decided to do that. Yeah. Maybe it was the 70s. I don't know. Mm. But you can't really get... But they got over a barricade. Like, they stepped over a barricade. doesn't matter. You know, they wanted their... Ma- and they uh, yelled out... Um, what did they yell? Um, what is more important... Art or healthy, sustainable food. Okay, well, also, it's not an either or, is it? Or is it? I don't know. Is there some sort of... It's not like the same pool of money goes to art. It's not. Right. They wanted to make a point. And actually, after I read it, I'm like, that is important. I support what they're doing. Yeah. Um, So this is what's going on. Uh, French farmers, they've been using... Actually, French farmers are upset. They're using their tractors for days to set up road blockades and slow traffic across France to seek better wages for their produce, less red tape and protection against cheap imports. Uh, Okay. um, They're threatening to converge on Paris starting today to block the main roads leading to the capital. And then there's also in their tractors. So that's like a protest that would i imagine get attention and move the needle i mean this got attention it did um but it's hard to see the the correlation between the two things yeah it's really just to get attention uh, yeah. for their cause and also i guess they said the french government this is from their website the french government is breaking its climate commitments and so they're calling them on that. Like yeah. you said you were going to do these things and you're not doing it. So we're calling you on that. Yeah, that's important. Um, that's so, important work. You know, this is, you know, that's important. And I understand that it's important. So I'm going to take this segment and I'm going to talk about farming in Minnesota. I love this. <laughs> so, let's do it. Okay. Let's talk about that. So if you ever thought about that you are interested in farming at all because there are a shortage of new farmers. In oh, Minnesota. I'm sure. Uh, so if you think it's impossible and it's something like you're wanting to make a change in your life, it isn't impossible. There's actually programs out there and you can find this link in our show links page. It's called farm link. And I believe I saw something about this at the Minnesota state fair. Yeah. It I all bet. Sounds familiar. Um, but it brings together new farmers who have no idea how to do this and it helps you find land 
farming operations mentors. Oh, that's great. So retiring farmers who want to teach young farmers how to do this. Uh, Landowners who want to see their farms or farming operations continue. And then also scholarships for beginning farmers. I love Um, that. There's tax credits. Um, There's also micro loans you can get. There's assistance and grants. So can I also just take it a step further mm-hmm. and, and say for those who maybe aren't considering farming, like that's wonderful for people who would want to consider mm-hmm. farming as a career and a life. I mean, it truly is a full lifestyle. Absolutely. But for those of us who maybe aren't considering a career in farming, now is a really good time to start thinking about how you can financially support local farmers because with the climate being what it is and what's happening right now in this bizarre day where it's gorgeous outside, but also a little unsettling that it feels that we're in the forties on January 29th. Uh When you think about the, what that's going to do to the land and what that's going to do for farmers, it's, it is, a it's unsettling. It's, it's, it's worrisome. And so our farmers really do need our support in the best ways that we can do that. And so looking for opportunities to buy local to support farmers directly is now's a really good time to think about that. I, yes, I totally agree. Yeah. I, I as, as I was getting ready this morning, I was thinking about like some of the bigger places that I shop. I don't know where they get their produce. Right. I have no idea if they get it locally. I don't know. I know some of, Things you obviously can't get yeah. locally because they're bananas. You know? Right, exactly. But, like, I don't think we have a banana no, we factory don't. here. You know, <laughs> but I don't know. You know, I know some of the grapes I get are from California, and that's probably because we can't. I don't know. I yeah. just I just thought about that, and I, th- I during the summer, I do go to farmer's markets, but not all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, and it just got me thinking, like, I should do more to you know, see where farmers are, see how we can help them. Can I tell you about a website that I literally just found about yesterday? Oh my gosh. I'm not kidding. So there is a website that is, uh, it's called TC farm. Okay. And it is a, uh, it is a place where TC farm. I don't, I don't know if it's TC dot farm is what it is. Farm. Okay. Uh, tell me if that gets you to the website that, I'm looking at Not it's TC uh, farm is a place where you can order groceries directly. Oh, Isn't this cool? It is. And you can weird. get a membership and you are buying directly from the farms. <gasps> yeah. This is amazing that you just looked this up. I'll put this I on know. our show links page so that everybody can take advantage. Isn't of that this. cool? That is so so that's cool. a great way to actually support directly support farmers. Amazing. Thank you so much, Colleen. Thank that you. And so this way you awesome. don't have to throw soup at art. Yeah, because don't do that here. She doesn't like it. She wants to be pretty yeah. like she's supposed uh, to be. Also, yeah. And eat your soup. It's meant to be eaten, not thrown. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, we're going to get Swifty up in here coming up next on My Talk. Entertainment. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. Head to wearealight.org today or maybe sometime this weekend. I would love for you to learn more about this organization. I've been involved with them for years, and it has truly been an amazing journey to learn about and see firsthand the work Alight does in over 20 countries around the world. And they do that work 365 days a year, helping those who are displaced 
people just like you and me who've been forced to leave everything they have behind because of war, conflict, and famine. And you know, you watch the news, you see the the news headlines. Increasingly, people are on the move for a variety of reasons, but those people need our help. And the best way to help them is with, for example, a subscription for good from my friends at Alight. To learn more about how a subscription for good can be a part of your giving, head to wearealight.org. And thank you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome back to the show. Uh, It's the Adventures of Bradley and Don. Bradley isn't here. He's in Florida and we are happy for him. But hey, he's missing all this awesome weather, right? I mean, what a bummer to like go to great weather and miss great weather. That's right. Yeah. Uh, But we're glad he's having a good time. He'll be back Wednesday. And in the meantime, we have Colleen Lindstrom in the studio. Hi, friends. Thanks for having me. Always Mike. Last time you were here, you guys turned me into... A Swifty. I, yes. I actually regard this as one, as one, and I don't know about you, Mike, uh, you know, please do share. Mm-hmm. This actually is in the top moments of my life. The Like, major accomplishments. <laughs> oh, wow. I totally agree. Like, yes. to have tr- so turned proud. you into a Swifty is, I- I've done my job. <laughs> well. We've recruited one. Uh, <laughs> But they we tell us get, in the meetings yes, we're we, supposed to be able to do that. We do get points for yes. that. <laughs> Mr. Bradley doesn't believe it. He goes, no, you're not. You just did it because they were here Mm-mm. and you got swept up. No. He said that to me. We're still working on him. He's, you know, we'll get there. I, he, he's like, whatever. He, he's going to be a tough sell. Uh, I've, we've, I did do a breakout session uh, <laughs> at the last Swifty meeting okay. about how to how to really react to a person who's resistant to turning into a Swifty. And the best thing to do is just let them, let them come around to it on their own. Oh, okay. Don't push too hard. Okay. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I was like, could you print out some lyrics and kind of like say, does this mean anything to you? (laughs) That's a great idea. That would resonate with him and then just be, Taylor Swift lyrics. Yeah. So sorry, turns out you liked those. <laughs> Weird. Looks like you're a Swifty. Maybe we should do Madonna or Taylor Swift, and the, then have him say, "Yeah, yeah." I don't know. I talked to the higher ups. She's going to do a sourdough song, and I really oh, like our chances of yeah, bringing that, them around. You know what? That's oh going to yeah. be the thing. You are absolutely mm-hmm. right, Mike. That is actually how it's going to happen. Oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> you watched something this. I weekend. went next level with my Swift love. Okay. And Mike, I am 99% sure you've watched the Kelsey documentary. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. So this is, okay, this is where you, first of all, you need to know, I, it, my husband had to explain the rules of football to me for years (laughs) before I realized that a down was a try. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I told it to him. Like, I was like, a down is a try. And he's like, that's what I've been saying to you for literally a decade. So it took him a really long time to get me to even just understand some of the basics of football. But I have actually been completely converted over the weekend to a football fan simply because of the Kelsey documentary. Wow. So this happened before the last Super Bowl when they thought that Jason Kelsey, the older brother Mm -hmm. of Travis Kelsey, they thought he was maybe considering retirement. So they did this thing where they had the camera crews follow him for this documentary. Okay. Well, then it just so happens that his team, the Eagles, is going to play against the Chiefs, which features... His brother, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. They're going to play each other in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, just the timing in general of this was wild. Wow. Right? So it went from being kind of an interesting documentary to being like a very interesting documentary. Holy cow. Then made even more interesting by the fact that now in the future we learn that the that Travis Kelsey is now dating uh, Taylor Swift. So you watch how the family kind of processes this experience. And this is way before Taylor. This This is is way before Taylor. This is at last year's uh, Super Bowl. Okay. And like the thing you get to know their parents and how Donna Kelsey, their mom, I I, I kept on thinking about her because I kept on thinking she is going to watch this game and she knows she's going to be celebrating with one son (laughs) and grieving with the other. Right. So like, I mean, truly, there's a reason why she like caught the zeitgeist last year, because what are the odds of this? What are the odds of this at all? And then add into it the odds of it being a documentary at the same time. So you see everything leading up to it and then you see it happen. I am fully I am. I've been calcified. Nice. Oh, my God. I am Kelsey. I love this family. So so and soup again and soup (laughs) because she doesn't she endorse soup. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a chunky Chunky soup. Yes. 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 See, so she we get each other circle soup. Really? We we absolutely get each other. But I so yesterday my husband came into the kitchen while I was three inches from the screen because I need now the Chiefs because I'm a Kelsey fan. (laughs) I need the Chiefs to win because I need them to go to the Super Bowl. so weird for me. It's weird for everybody. Okay, Don? (laughs) My face is literally, I'm going to act it out for you. I'm standing in the kitchen in our little TV and I'm like this. Oh my god. Watching the game, yelling things. I don't know where they came from. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I want, what I'm doing. My husband comes in and he goes, what are you doing? And I go, all of your dreams have just come true. I like football now. And he goes, no, I wanted you to like the Vikings. <laughs> you know, any port in a storm, okay? Like, here I am. I'm finally getting it. I listened. I listened to the game in the car. <gasps> what? I drove my daughter to dance and I had the game on in the car. Oh, it's a problem. And you understood what was going on. No, but I was following a little bit. I knew who was ahead. I knew what might happen. It was big. It was really big. And then they won. Yeah. And then, and then the TikToks started coming in. Yeah. My bestie was sending me TikToks of the two of them on the field together. Oh. And listen, she has not, but people have not been kind to her. They've been what? telling her that she ruined football. Oh, I mean,. Why are they mad about what ruined how? You've I, got a bunch has, of new enhanced. fans. I am a fan now. <laughs> like you have a whole new group yes. of people 
who never cared before about football and new fans that are interested in the sport. Yeah. How is that bad in any way? Exactly. You can sell more tickets. You yeah. can sell more merch. Hi. What's the problem? Yes. Hi. I mean, this is stupid. I know. It's I just so don't dumb. understand. But you see the two of them on the on the field together. Yeah. Giving hugs. She mouthed, she mouthed something. Yeah, there's a report from TMZ. The yeah. lip readers say that she said, I love you to Travis. I love this. <sighs> How much do you love this, Mike? It's so good. I just got to chill. I know. And then can I just share another thing? Mm-hmm. And this is like, I, you have to go deep to see this moment happen. But after she like greeted him, they hugged. She said, I love you. Then Jason Kelsey, his brother, comes down on the field. Mm. And she... She backs off and gives them their brother time because the two of them have a super cry a little. I feel he gets really Jason is a very emotional person. And so like he's crying. Then I'm crying then because the two of them have this have a podcast together, which I'm going to start listening to probably tomorrow. I don't have time. They're fun to listen to. They're hilarious together. Funny together. So they're like very successful together. And in any case, uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty sweet moment. Oh my God! Look at you! <laughs> and so now oh. they're going to the Super Bowl. Taylor Swift is and her boyfriend are going to the Super Bowl. You know, it's really in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um. And what's weird for me, I gotta be honest with you, Mike. You'll get this probably more than she will. But my entire life, I've lived with a family of Chiefs fans because uh, I'm from Southwest Missouri. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But originally from California, I've been my whole life a Raiders fan, which is their mortal enemy. Yeah. They're real bad. So are you struggling with this? I am struggling. I can't. As a Swifty. As a new Swifty. As a new Swifty, it's not easy for me. And I... I can't necessarily root for them. Yeah, I hear you. But I can root for their love. Yeah, so do that. So yeah, you know, I, do, do what I you can. We, we're not asking you to go all in, Don. Um, I'm not going to root against them. No, but, but I'll just say I'm rooting for their love. I that is, it, and if that's what you can do, yeah, that's enough. And All I even, can do, and they're even playing the Super Bowl in the Raiders Stadium, yes. right, which is lovely. Yes, they are. So but that I take solace in. To all the Brads, dads, and Chads, or whatever she referred to them <laughs> yeah. as all uh, ads, two games ago. Now they haven't came out with the official numbers from last night's game, but two games ago, out of a three-hour and forty-five-minute game, yes. a study found that Taylor Swift was on the screen. For 24 seconds. That's it. Of a three hour and 45 yeah. game. But those people are saying she's ruining the game. Yeah, so chill all the way out. Why? 24 seconds. Did they talk about her for more than that? Or Ver- did they I mean, mention? I don't even think they there? barely mention her. Well, except okay. Tony Romo saying they're married because he said that three times now. Okay, come on. Dude, you're making <laughs> rumors. Travis's start? wife. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's just joking around. I like think he's, he's so just, too. he's basically just taking a jab at. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I mean. But also, uh, Tony Romo has, like, his own story. Oh, yeah. So he, you'd think he'd be a little bit more sensitive. Yeah. Because do you remember he dated Jessica, Jessica Simpson, Simpson? And everybody said And she everybody hated her. So, it's by the way, stupid. I just, okay, this is closed circuit to men. If you've said this, if you've said Taylor Swift is ruining the game, your daughters are paying attention. <gasps> and what you're saying to yes. them is that this man's game has been ruined by a woman in the stadium. We, Your daughters are listening. So just yeah. like be thoughtful. Maybe. Yeah, because that's really misogynistic. Yeah. And gross. Picky. It's really yeah. gross. It's not sexy. Ew. Speaking mm. of sports. 
which I'm always doing, <laughs> as it turns out. Colleen right. has another sports story. I've got story. another sports story. Yes. Um, <laughs> is it Alyssa Milano's job to pay for her son's entire team to go on a baseball trip? Colleen has some opinions. Have you seen Alyssa Milano defending herself on social media? Colleen has. Uh, welcome to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Minus Bradley plus Colleen Lindstrom. Thank Hi. you for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, why don't you explain to people if they haven't seen this yeah. whole debacle, what's going on? So Alyssa Milano has a 12-year-old son who plays baseball. 12 year, a 12-year-old year for, for high-level baseball players is a huge year because many of those baseball teams go to an experience in Cooperstown, which is in New York. That's where the Baseball Hall of Fame is. That's where they say... That baseball was created on Doubleday Field. So there's uh, a couple different places that host large tournaments for 12U um, baseball players. It's a huge rite of passage. A lot of young young kids who I've are playing baseball. This. It's huge. My both of my sons went yes. with their baseball teams, and it was it's huge. It's quite an operation. It's a week long, and it's expensive. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly expensive for both the players and the families to go and do this thing. So there's a lot of fundraising that goes into doing this. So Alyssa Milano, like a lot of moms of uh, young baseball players who are trying to go to Cooperstown posted on her social media for a, I think it was like a GoFundMe um, or some sort of, uh, yeah, it was a GoFundMe. I think it was a GoFundMe. It was like a, it was some sort of fundraising platform Mm -hmm. because it costs a lot of money. And that is one way that you ask for money is to say, Hey, could you just contribute directly to the team? Well, the internet is an angry place full of trolly troll, troll, trolls who were incensed that she did such a thing. Um, they pointed out that her net worth is uh, is enough, according to them, to pay for the entire team to go. You have a net worth of $10 million. Donate to your kid's baseball team yourself. This is not an issue of public importance, said one uh, Twitter user. Uh, another said, why isn't Alyssa Milano paying for the trip for the whole team herself? Why is she asking for money from people who can barely buy groceries? Okay. Okay. I am annoyed by this on many levels. Yes. One of them being, you don't have to donate. You can, you can see that and go, I don't, I can't buy for, I can't buy groceries. I can't donate to that. And then scroll along. Don't worry about it. There might be people, though, who see that and go, oh, neat. I would love to send a kid to Cooperstown. Alyssa Milano isn't all of their parents. Alyssa Milano has a kid on the team. Maybe they and and also it's none of anybody's business to decide what other people should and should not pay for. Yeah. I will tell you that many she's not the first celebrity to have a kid that goes to Cooperstown. Uh, I I know when we were there, Johnny Knoxville's kid was there. Mm-hmm. There were a couple professional baseball and basketball players whose kids were playing on other teams. It's all the buzz. But I don't think for one second that that single person paid for their entire team to go. Yeah. This is also fundraising is actually an important skill for kids to learn and have. Yes. So anyway, I just I saw that. I fo- I just found it rude and ridiculous that people were being irrational. <laughs> I completely agree. Why do you why did we expect her to 
pay for the whole team just because she has the money. Right. It's it's just it's taking away, like you said, an experience for the kids to fundraise. It's yeah. like you want to do these things. And so you, you know, get together, do these things to raise some money. I don't know. Have a bake sale. Yeah. <laughs> well, and no doubt they had like a whole fundraising uh, plan, probably. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of it actually did include using the social media of people like Alyssa Milano, who have huge m- amounts of followings. Right. To say, She's hey, can you part. contribute? Right. Yeah. But it doesn't. Also, I just I really I, I have a hard time with other people deciding what other people can afford or should pay for. You have no idea what she's doing no. with her money. Like they could have gotten into some bad cryptocurrency situation or like you honestly just did celebrity dot com. Mm-hmm. And you saw that on the Internet, somebody on a website calculated what she could have made from shows. Right. And that's not necessarily accurate. Right. You don't know if she has a sick family member or what. Right. You also don't know if she paid for all their uniforms or right. if she's sending all of them to college. Right. You I mean, don't know. You literally don't know anything about yeah. their finances. Right. And so I, that's the part that really like irks me coupled with just in general, like I, I have a hard time with people who believe that just because somebody put something on social media it means that everybody who sees it has to do something with it. You know, like scroll on by. If that does it maybe it's not for you. That's cool. Keep scrolling. You can have your own personal argument about it, but the world does not need to be involved in it. Oh man. I just yeah. It's and think about this, like so everywhere she goes, if there's some money to be if if there's like everywhere, her other kids, like there's a dance competition mm-hmm. or like, so everywhere she goes, if she has some friends who right. are in an independent film and they need money, right? she's expected to pay for right. the whole film. Yeah. Like, so then oh, the expectation is because she, because she has been deemed as having money, that it becomes then her responsibility to do all that. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, I, I do just want to say on the positive side, uh, she did have a $10,000 fundraising goal. Yeah. And less than 24 hours after she shared her post on social media, she had raised almost $8,000. Oh, that's great. Which is wonderful, right? So again, it's like using her platform for good. And also, don't think for one second that those kids, there's going to Cooperstown costs more than $10,000. I was going to say. As a team. As a team. For the team. It's just so you know. This wasn't for her individual kid. No, this was for the whole the team. whole team. And there is there are costs for room and board because the players stay on site. Yeah, there is uh, entry. There are entry fees. There's travel costs. There's all kinds of costs that go into this experience. Yeah, how long do you stay? A week. It's a week long. Okay. Well, actually, it changed between my older son and my younger son. It went from like one week to like five days or four days or something like that. But it's intense and it's a dream. I mean, it truly, one of the places, there's two places in Cooperstown that hold these tournaments every year. And one of them is actually called Cooperstown Dreams Park. And that's the one that we went to. And it is, it is a dream come true for these kids. You get goosebumps seeing these kids get a taste and a flavor of what it feels like. It's high level baseball. Mm -hmm. It, It gives them a taste of what it feels like to, to be like a major leaguer, right? Like it's a, it's almost like it is a dream. And are there, 
who shows up? Are there like baseball celebrities that show up? Are no. there players? No, no, not. I mean, there are. There's a lot of players from all over the country. They do this for like twelve weeks in mm. the in the summer. Oh, okay. And it's huge. Oh. It's huge, and it's quite an operation. And sometimes there are professional baseball players or professional football and there because they're there for their kids oh, sure. also when the hall of fame week happens oh then there's a ton of baseball players in town in cooperstown so if you get lucky and you have your week around the actual hall of fame mm-hmm. in- induction it's super fun which especially this year hello joe mauer thank you enjoy your <laughs> hall of fame induction <laughs> anyway like it's a big deal just to be in cooperstown yeah uh so yeah, but no, there isn't. They don't. It just they just are playing tournaments. They're so just they playing play, games. So does it? Um, so if you win when you're there, is that something bragging rights or how? Is it just yeah. fun play or is it like literally a part oh, of your ranking in any any way? No, it 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 it, it depends on. Like people go for different reasons. Some people are just there for the experience. Some teams are there to win. Okay. And so, you know, you, you, you go in depending on kind of what level you are going in, you go in to just like, you know, maybe win one game or just play really high level baseball. And then at the end, there are teams who really are there to go for broke and they're just collecting trophies, but that's kind of the way it is with any major travel ball. That's true. Yeah. Or anything like band camp. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We used to go to cheerleading camp. It was, you know, a big deal to see, you know, the bigger squads that had, if you had guys on your team, it was a really big deal because then you could do more stunts and then you're doing higher level cheering, you know, gymnastics and things like that. Right. If you just had girls, you you just can't do that. If you were coming in and you knew where you were in the ranking, you were just there to like, Watch them Watch do awesome things. And be there and like <laughs> yeah. be in the community with people. And that's yeah. part of what it is in Cooperstown is like you're literally like a mile from Double Day Field. Mm. And and there's so much history there. And so if you're a baseball fanatic, you're just seeped in the history of baseball. And and it is a dream come true. I didn't know anything about Cooperstown other than it was a place for kids who were into baseball i yeah. didn't know it was the birthplace of baseball that's the story okay i mean that's the story as you hear it okay um you know i don't know whether or not there's a lot of true i don't know how true it is but oh. this the legend of baseball is that it was created in cooperstown okay and, and the first games were played on double day field okay so. That's cool. It's cool. And Double D Field is there. Like, you can go there. It's a cute little downtown area. I mean, oh, it so is. So, is it a s- small town? It's a small town. Okay. Uh, and the Hall of Fame is just right there oh, okay. in the middle of this cute little downtown area on the gotcha. water. Yeah. Um, it's ju- it's a b- And it's a beautiful drive because it's kind of upstate-y. Oh, So, nice. yeah, it takes a minute to get there from an airport. And so, you drive through. Oh, it's beautiful. Nice. It never... is. A, but again, it's a full commitment. Oh, yeah. uh, For the whole family. And you're doing it two times. Right. (laughs) Aren't you? Right. (laughs) Because if one kid goes. That's behind me now. (laughs) (laughs) We're done with our Cooperstown life. So you really just go once? Is it a one-time experience? It's it's specifically their 12U season. So when they're 12U is when you go. Yeah. All right.
right? Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like, so I can relate to this. And I think a lot of parents who have kids who play travel baseball can relate to the Cooperstown experience. It is, it's expensive. It's a commitment. Yeah. And you do need to fundraise. So Alyssa Milano, high five. You don't need to pay for the whole team. You're doing fine. That's right. We support Mm -hmm. you, Alyssa. Yeah. I mean, I didn't give you money because i already did that yeah we support you in spirit it's yeah it's an emotional support (laughs) thing okay coming up next colleen wants to know do you have a cleaning schedule she's gonna help uh need your help figuring that out coming up next on my talk